Hey everyone, welcome back to Podcast of the Day. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we have an awesome podcast lined up for you today, and I can't wait to tell you all about it, so make sure you stay tuned in. You're listening to Podcast of the Day, only on Anchor. I'm your host, Grant, and uh, let's jump into it. So have you ever been to like a coffee shop and listened to an open mic night where they read like short stories or poems, kind of whatever is uh, out there, they, they just come up and read the stories that they have to share? Today's podcast is very similar to that. It's called Comatose Podcast, and essentially it's a short weekly collection of stories and commentary that is put out, um, and it's basically like that sort of idea where uh, anyone can kind of submit what they'd like, and it gets told right on the show, um, and it can be anything from like a story to anything that's on your mind, really, um, to poems. Uh, anything creative is definitely shown on the, on the show, and that's kind of one of the cool parts about it is you don't really know what to expect when you jump into it. Um, sometimes it can be all poems, sometimes it's no poems, and like all stories. It kind of just depends on every show that you listen to. Now, each podcast typically runs in between like 7 to 15 minutes, so it's usually a pretty short listen and something you can just throw on and sit back and relax to. Um, and it's really cool. It's a good vibe, and they definitely throw on like laid-back music to go along with a lot of the stories. So it works really well, and I just like listening to it in general. I think it's a really cool laid-back vibe that you get from it again. And uh, yeah, so Komodo's podcast is the, is the show we're talking about today, and I'm going to highlight some clips for you from the show. So here we go. This is Comatose, a weekly collection of stories, anecdotes, observations, and of course, some poetry. Our complete podcast backlog can be found over at comapod.com. Right now, you are listening to episode number 142. And here you were thinking we'd forgotten to brew you a cup. I shudder at the thought. No, we've been awaiting your arrival. And first up today is Comatose's John Bauer, with a concoction so strong you'll not keep from staggering. Here is John with Cup of Coffee. Morning fog in my mind as I wash out the cup and turn the kettle on. Boiling water as I make the first steps from slumber to the waking world of stress and forgotten promises. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Until I take a look at my overstuffed inbox bursting at the seam with rejections from missed opportunities. Silently sifting through the lists of files wondering if I should take a chance and send out another dozen applications. Or spend the day trying to figure out another future. My coffee's finally cool enough to drink. Black and fresh from the French press as I scoff at the idea of milk and sugar. Until I try the cold drip from an empty office holiday party and realize the real reason people add such things to their drink. Mask the pain and sweets and flavor until the drug is hidden by the idea of something better. No new messages of any importance as I get through this first cup. I guess it's time to check the news before I get on with the more productive things in life. Schedules and notebooks with important dates and reminders for things so pressing that they'd be forgotten if not for the hourly reminder popping up, distracting from the task at hand. The world is burning again. At least from the point of view of the doomsday clock making its way towards midnight. The value of being informed comes with the slight paranoia that infiltrates every article on the hour. This is the straw that will break the camel's back and lead to absolute chaos in the western world lost to culture wars of both domestic and foreign. 
This is John um, with his story about coffees. I think it's a poem, technically. Um, I think. I'm not so sure. I'm not the greatest at poetry, but nonetheless, this is John from the show. He's an executive producer, and I got to talk with him a little bit later uh, with an interview. So uh, stay tuned as um, we're going to be talking about a ton of the podcast and all that good stuff. But here is back to the the coffee story and uh, the rest of the clip. Another cup of coffee as my cup cools. Enough news. I'm ready for another panic attack now, but it can wait until I finish my coffee. That leaves the finer things in the day to be done. Lists and openings and credentials and experience. When I have none of the above, the choice goes from impossible to untruth in the millisecond it takes to send out another resume. Can I spend the whole day like this when the end is so near? Sifting through the sands of opportunity leaves my last cup cold. I drink it anyway to delay the progression of a day that has long since become more useless than the last. The idea of having more to do scarier than the inevitability of tomorrow's arrival. Rolled up in a ham sandwich lunch meat as the morning lights shift to afternoon delights. Time to clean up my cup and press. Remove the grounds and do the dishes while I wash my mug. It's time to wake up now. Better make another cup of coffee. A free few moments are all it takes to soak in our next piece. That was Comatose Podcast, like I mentioned, and that was just a small snippet from an episode. Um, if you go to anywhere you listen to podcasts and find the show, uh, you'll be able to listen to a ton more episodes, and they really just feature a lot of cool stories. So um, really do check it out. I didn't really do it justice, I think, only showing um, a, a small story, but I wanted to make sure I got it across because I think it's a cool idea nonetheless, and um, I think it's worth uh, really looking into. Um, and you can also go to the website, comapod.com, and you can actually leave a segment for them um, about really anything you want. Um, it's kind of your creative outlet to say whatever. So uh, they're always open to that, and you can check that out at their website. But anyways, I like I said earlier, I spoke to John, the executive producer of the show, um, all about the podcast and a ton more. Now, I do have to mention, as we did the, this interview, um, we had some internet problems here and there, so it may sound a little... I don't want to put it like off-putting, but not too bad. Uh, I don't. I didn't really notice it too much, but definitely in the moment it was pretty bad. But it turned out okay, so uh, I wanted to warn you about that. But nonetheless, here is the interview with John. Sounds good. So my name is John Bauer, and I'm I'm part of the the podcast Comatose Podcast. It's a very strange kind of show. The concept and everything it's just is very different, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that when I started it, or when we started it, because it was a group of friends. We didn't really know what a podcast was. We just knew that it was, well, all I knew is that it was audio online. And so I wanted to create some audio online that would be something that I would want to listen to. So one of my uh, criteria for that was that it had to be short enough that I wouldn't just turn it off after a certain amount of time. Um, so the idea of having something around 10 minutes long with different segments so that we could all contribute to it. And what kind of evolved into this show was this thing where every week we have three people come on and talk for like one to three or four minutes about anything they want, just to kind of express themselves, read a poetry, um, or talk, whatever they want to do. Yeah, so that's where 
the the three things oh yeah and then we set that all to this music bed right because i wanted at first uh i didn't even think anybody would want to hear what we had to say my idea was creating this kind of experience i wanted to recreate that feeling of being in a car as a kid when you're you know you're going on a family trip and you're falling asleep as you're going home with the sound of the engine and the lights going into the car and all that kind of thing and you have the radio on scan so it's just kind of random audio that you don't really care about maybe it's just between classic rock and talk radio um so that's how it started. And then from there, it evolved into people complaining about the music being too loud and us <laughs> uh, trying harder to make the segments uh, be something maybe more interesting or whatnot. Um, gotcha. And that's kind of, that's, that's Comatose Podcast. So, so where, did the, where did the idea of really begin for the show? Um, where did it originate? It was just, uh, it was the limitations of what we had to work with. Like I, because I'm, I'm in uh, Paris and then, uh, some of the other people we had, uh, at the time, one of the other people was in New York city. Then we had someone in Tokyo, uh, people, some people in Orlando, just all over the world. So it needed to be something that we could do where we could work without having to be like at the same time. And so, the idea of contributing things, recording on your own, and then putting it together with a narrator who introduces things was something that worked with that uh, limitation. And so you have a lot of people working on this show, right? Can you just explain uh, kind of the people behind it and who does what? Uh, sure, yeah. So I am, I, I call myself the executive producer, but it's more just to give myself a fancy title. Most of what <laughs> I do is uh, I, I write a lot of segments. I record a lot of audio for the show. Uh, but then I also try to, I kind of do a lot of the management work to try to make sure that people are doing stuff, uh, which can be really hard when I'm half an ocean away or stuff like that. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Um, and that's my main stuff. Then you have Ryan Anderson was one of the original people and, uh, he doesn't do much these days, but he's, he's done a lot of stuff to like push the creative direction where there was a time when we, uh, we're going to try to do this thing where it was mostly just scripted, uh, content. And he was like, if you do that, I'm leaving the show. So that pushed us to try to keep everything original and not just having a few writers do everything. Okay. Uh, and then we have Nizar Babul. He's the narrator, the guy who puts on the uh, English voice, even though he's not English. And um, uh, he does he records narration almost every week. He, uh, that's his main thing. He occasionally contributes segments and whatnot. Um and then we have the other big guy behind the scenes would be Michael Bellencourt, who does most of the uh, the sound stuff. And he is a he's a sound producer in, out in Orlando. He works for Plush Studio, or not works, but he's oh, like wow. contracted. Has it been a good experience so far, just getting to work on all of these episodes with everyone? Sometimes, sometimes it's a pain, but you know that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like when it, when everything's like five days late, and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey I got you know, blah, 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 you know, and, oh yeah, I'll get it to you." And then no, no one ever does anything. Well, that's annoying, but uh, it's really cool being able to create something. I like that, and that's really cool being able to stay in contact with friends that I'm sure we would have stopped talking much earlier if we weren't didn't have this thing to do every week. Uh, have you had any favorite episodes by chance? Um, I'm sure it's kind of hard to choose. I've I've gotten that a lot where it's just choosing between like your children almost. So, <laughs> um, uh, favorite episode. I think in the past I had I had more clear favorite episodes, and it's more like to me because of the format of the show. I have more favorite segments. So like, um, one of my most favorite segments was from about a year and a half ago. I think from Ryan Anderson 
where he does this, he has a whole segment about, because he traveled a lot for his job. And he had this mm-hmm. segment about waking up and feeling like the world's just always spinning and you're wondering where you are when you wake up and that kind of thing. I really like that. Beyond that, I think uh, one of the more memorable things, oh yeah, because another aspect of the show that's kind of, I don't know how well known it is, we don't, because we're really, we suck at marketing and all that kind of stuff. We're just going to do stuff and hope that people see it somehow. Um, <laughs> but uh, we also have this deal with, uh, do you know the Coffeelicious on Medium? Uh, yeah, so we have a deal where we get a column there every week. And uh, so some of the cooler stuff that we've done has also been there. Like uh, we have uh, one of our people, Bashir, he's he's doing a series on, because he recently moved to Beijing and he's been writing about that. And I've been enjoying reading about his, like going into culture shock and learning Chinese and whatnot. For more recent stuff, like, or my, my own, my own favorite segment that I've recorded, it was maybe like, uh, right now anyways, one from maybe two or three months ago called Nausea, where I kind of try to recreate an audio format, the kind of anxiety that comes with, uh, kind of in this kind of SART nausea style way, which is kind of dizzying stuff happening and happening and happening. uh. (laughs) Now that you've been doing this, uh, I wanted to ask before, we get into like podcasting and stuff. Um, have you had experience before in, in, in working in a podcast and, and producing one, or is this kind of your first go at it? This is my first go. I had no idea what a podcast was really like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, it was really, I, I said it briefly earlier, but it was really, I, I did some new, uh, like podcast meant audio on the internet to me. And it wasn't until much okay. later when I like, when we started interacting with other podcasts, one night I was like, Oh, so there's actually like, there's a standard podcast thing that I had no idea. And it was like, yeah. Cause like the big thing that I like to call is the one that's kind of saturated in the market is you have this kind of four dudes in a mic type show. Um, where most shows are either that, or they're this kind of, we want to be NPR interview type show. And, <laughs> and, um, those are the two. And then you all, if you have a third one that kind of peaks up, it's these story, like amateur stories, uh, that couldn't get, published uh, gotcha yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the three main styles of podcasts that i've learned existed and uh, but before getting into podcasts i had no idea like what the whole scene was like and whatnot and i also like i'd be like when we first started and then i when i started exploring these things i used to really look down at the kind of four dudes in the mic style shows but it t- it's really hard i tried to do it uh with some of the comatose guys for a little while and it's hard to talk for like an hour and a half about stuff and keep it interesting and whatnot right well, I got to say, you, you've definitely mastered it, I think, over time. Um, well, do you, you think you can call yourself like a podcaster now, now that you're kind of involved with the community and whatnot? Oh, I don't know. Does, does that mean that I does that mean that I could get paid? I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. This kind of being called a podcaster kind of thing. I don't know what it means. Like, <laughs> Because it's it's kind of these things that people throw around. Like I don't know, what do you call what do you call a Twitter user? A twat? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Like I don't see the point to it. It's a kind of same kind of thing. I do think gotcha. that there is this kind of there is this kind of emerging kind of strife between the old school podcasters who are all about being called podcasters and and uh, they love this kind of indie audio scene that's like. Uh, amateur radio type thing and it's coming in contact with this like podcasting on becoming mainstream but now it's been years everyone's saying podcasting becoming mainstream it's like the the year of uh 
desktop Linux now. It's just every year is going to happen, but it doesn't. But <laughs> yeah, how did how what's your what's your story, and how did you get into France? Oh God! <laughs> if you don't I'm mind gonna, asking. Yeah, let me. Uh, oh God, let me take another sip. Okay. How did I get into France? So this is, this is, I don't know, my, I, my life's weird. But anyways, <laughs> so I'm, I'm an American. I grew up in the States, but since I've been about 18, 19 years old, I've probably lived at least, I've lived more outside the States than I have inside the States. Um, and I don't know, it's weird how, what that does to your identity. But anyways, I've been in France for about the past five years or so. And I, I moved here originally without knowing anything about France or uh, really French or anything. And uh, that was one of my first experiences. I had about three months to learn enough French to pass a proficiency exam in order to get into the university. Wow. And so, uh, so I did that. And then I didn't understand the French education system at all. And I accidentally ended <laughs> up in French law school. <laughs> was... Oh my god! <laughs> so little off track. Yeah, and that was um, that was horrible because I was like, I was sitting in class, and a like, if you, the French education system is so different from the American system. It was just, I was, I was the weird foreigner asking all these questions that and nobody understood why I was asking them, and I was like, right, if this was in English, I wouldn't understand it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so then I ended up switching to another program after because I got into two programs, and I thought the uh, I originally thought what was law school was something else because uh, my French wasn't very good at the time, and then I switched to another program. But the problem there was that you were required to know another European language, and so I knew other languages uh, besides French and English, but I didn't know another European language that would uh, get me into that program. So I lied. And so I knew Spanish. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so, yeah, they let me in there. And then it was all right, except for the fact that there was a class where you had to do Spanish to French, French to Spanish translation. <laughs> and, um, so, uh, yeah, I failed that class pretty badly. <laughs> um, but then I ended up actually, how things went up, I ended up actually passing the year. But because of weird stuff, they didn't let me into the second year of the program. And then I had to redo the year as a way to kind of work on my Spanish. And then after that year, I didn't get into the second year program again. So I ended up changing schools to a oh, university okay. in Paris. And then, um, yeah, and then I ended up uh, like getting some of the best Spanish grades in the class, which is funny because you still had those kind of French to Spanish, Spanish to French translation classes. And I was like, come on, guys. Neither of these, and that's uh, that's been most of my my history here. And then uh, I just actually graduated a couple months back, uh, and I had to, yeah. So last the last year I did an internship and was uh, and wrote my uh, wrote a thesis in French, which was oh fun, yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, finally graduated, and then uh, yeah. So now I've been sitting here trying to find work. <laughs> that's, that's another story ah, okay gotcha <laughs> yeah well it's especially uh, interesting i don't know how much you know about like what's happening in france and whatnot because i was... just heard about the elections a little bit um, yeah in the recent in recent news yeah well yeah there was a shooting at the champs-elysees 
the other day, yeah, and then the I, elections I, I, are tomorrow. I, I, and that's. But the, the 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 good thing is that the way that French elections work is you um, there are two rounds of voting. So you have the first round of voting, and if all the people who didn't get enough votes don't get to go to the second round, so people get to have their um, the vote that makes them feel good, and then they make a pragmatic decision for the second round. Ah, okay. <laughs> It's interesting. Yeah. And I'm assuming you got to learning that pretty quickly once you were over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I moved over here, uh, Sarkozy was still president. And now the, oh, cur wow. okay. the current president is, uh, he's just, he's not seen as, he's, he has, he's very, he's very weak. He has a very weak personality. And uh, he didn't, because he could have actually tried to go for a second term and he just didn't. Fantastic, John. Uh, I think that about does it for me over here. Did you want to like shout out the podcast and the social media and all that? Uh, yeah. Okay. It? You can you can find the show uh, at our website's comapod.com. That's c o m a p o d dot com. We're on Twitter at Comatose Podcast, and we're on Facebook too. I can't really remember it, but most of the things. If you go to comapod.com slash Facebook, that'll take you there. Comapod.com slash YouTube, you'll find our YouTube stuff. We haven't done stuff on YouTube in like a year, but there's some fun stuff. Like um, we did some of these uh recording the segment videos where you get to see us kind of outtakes on how how we go about recording and you have to take multiple takes and it's funny because you see us mess up all the time. John was seriously one of the best people I've like ever talked to. He was super friendly and uh, I really got to enjoy his story about really getting out there to France and how he got out there in the first place. I thought it was fascinating and he had a lot of good things to say in general and overall I just I love talking to him. So I really do appreciate you John if you're listening out there uh, for giving me a call and talking about the podcast for a little bit. It was fantastic um, and I really enjoyed it. So do make sure you check out Comatose Podcast. They have a cool thing going there um, and uh, I, I highlighted the, the website in the last clip so if you missed it you can just swipe back to the left and uh, click on the link and it'll take you there and from there you can kind of check out what the show's about. You can also find it on any podcasting platform that you use so do make sure you check it out and give them some love that'll do it for me on podcast of the day i hope you enjoyed comatose podcast and of course as always you probably guessed it we have another podcast lined up for you tomorrow so please make sure you come back here with your ears ready to hear another great podcast but uh until then how about you listen to some other cool stuff on anchor if you're still up for it uh there's a ton of cool things getting thrown on here every day um i know one of my favorites right now is medicine remix they've been here since the beginning and they talk a lot of cool stuff in the medicine field and i always get to hear some really cool hip-hop jams that i'm always all about um especially that new kendrick lamar oh so good anyways yeah check out some cool anchor stations if you can if not i understand but that's okay um just make sure you tune into podcast of the day right here on anchor tomorrow um, but until then have a good one